0: Welcome to the 4th Row Podcast, your exclusive source for 2 a basketball. And now, your hosts, coming to you from the Slim 4 studio, Andy and Benny Hill.
1: Welcome to the 4th Row Podcast, the only podcast dedicated solely to 2 a basketball here in the beautiful snow-covered state of Utah. I'm your host, Andy Hill.
0: I'm with coach Benny Hill i don't know about snow cover not in gunnison i know i it thought never about, snows here when i thought about that i'm like uh, maybe other places it, it does not it's just cold it has been brutally it's just cold.
1: cold brutally cold i think it was like 12 degrees when i got in my car this morning it was cold <laughs> <laughs> welcome welcome to episode
0: number four um we're getting through these no it's it, it's uh, this is an exciting week of basketball I don't know. I just felt like an overload of basketball. This like this is the first overload week of basketball for some reason to me, and I don't know why.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of lot of uh, lot of excitement. Almost every team played at least two games this last week, so a lot of things going on. A lot of things to talk about today. Before we get started, of course, Give we Chris always, a shout out. We always like to thank our title sponsor, Chris Jorgensen of Security National Mortgage. Turning houses into homes. Give Chris a call for any of your mortgage needs 435-283-3000. Absolutely. All right, let's get let's get right into it. This week, week number 3, Power 5.
0: Power 5 it was fun to look at uh, when we launched uh, Power 5 last week to see the reaction we got. We got some we have some good followers. We do have in some. In different good parts followers. of the state. We get some great followers down in San Juan of all places. Yeah, blanding has given us some yeah, love. Yeah, which is kinda cool. I mean they do have a, a number one team right now, but nevertheless they're big time uh, athletic fans, basketball fans, so they like to hear about their Broncos. So that's very cool. We we uh the other thing, I think you sent me a uh that report you got off the, the podcast hosting oh, yeah. site to give us a geographical location of the people that are downloading the podcast. Right. And I believe the Gunnison area is the number one location, and San Juan would be number two. That is correct. Talking about our podcast rankings, it would be Gunnison and San Juan. How cool is that? Yeah, pretty exciting. So, no, that's, that's great. So, uh, last week on our, our uh, Power 5 uh, rankings, we were at uh, number one, San Juan, number two, Enterprise, number three, South Severe, number four, Roland Hall, and number five, the Kanab Cowboys.
1: Uh, so, as we jump into this this week, again, a lot, a lot of movement, a lot of games, everybody's playing, a lot of shuffling around. Some teams stayed
0: on pace, and some teams shuffled up a little bit this week. No, yeah, we'll have an interesting shake. I'm kind of excited about the Power 5 this week. Uh, just because some teams uh, that have been on the, the outside looking in from our Power 5 have been winning some big games, and so we're going to give them some love this week, and uh, just because they deserve it. Yeah, all right, let's get right into it. Let's start with our number five this week. No, we're starting from the bottom. I like it. Okay, number five, we're going to shake things up a little bit and get some loves from our neighbors over here to the west, over in Fillmore, the Millard Eagles. I like Millard. Millard Eagles are sitting at 6-3, and three, and this past week they had two big wins, uh, 3A opponent Delta, which is uh, excuse me, a 73-39 blitz over there. That was at Delta, and 61-40 win over Providence Hall. Yeah. So the
1: Millard Millard is playing well. They last week they were one of our bubble teams. They were just kind of they were on the radar, kind of waiting to see what was gonna happen and they played their cross county
0: rivals. And Millard is playing some great basketball right now. And I think not not necessarily other teams in our power five did anything necessarily bad, but I think this is a reward of Millard playing some good opponents this week's three A opponents. And really, taking care of business, I mean these are no doubt games
1: yeah they''re they're, they're winning 20
0: point win and a thirty five plus point win, so're
1: they're, they're winning big. The thing I, I like about Millard is they're they're evenly spaced of course they're they're headed up by Hunter Rhodes he's a big scorer absolutely um,
0: but why don't you talk about some of their other support guys that they have? just going through their supporting well just their are their, they're uh, their casting Hunter Rhodes putting up twenty one point three which is legit. Brant Stevens, 13.1. Peyton Rasmussen, 10.3. James Stevenson, 7.1. Now, what I can tell you is last year, Millard came over to Gunnison to play us. Hunter Rhodes was out with COVID. All the kids seemed to think it was going to be a cakewalk. And Brant Stevens was a man that night. He's a fantastic player. I mean, he he carried him, and we, we struggled to, to nip them in the, in the end over in Gunnison last year. And we had a, a decent team, a senior-loaded t- senior team. They had a bunch of sophomores led by Brant Stevens, and they gave us everything we wanted. Yeah. He's a smooth player, great yeah. player. So you talk about Hunter Rhodes and what he's doing and what he adds. I mean, he's top in, in most statistical categories in 2A. You add another solid scoring uh, player with Brant Stevens, plus their supporting cast with some big fellas. They have very tough team tough team and correct me if i'm wrong but i believe they're all juniors i believe they have it well we look at why we're talking here you look at that i okay. think they have a senior or so on their roster that that is playing and participating right now in in their normal uh rotation but majority of them are juniors yeah yeah so at our
1: number five spot uh for this week in the power five millard eagles let's move to the number four
0: team number four we've got our our canab cowboys we saw them play last week did we say last week Two, two weeks, weeks ago, ago, we saw him in Gunnison. Uh, number four, the Knab Cowboys sitting at 5 and 1. Uh, they're coming off a, a big win for them at home against Canyonview, 3A opponent, 68 uh, 66. It appears James and Cornell. Janes was scuffling a little bit two weeks ago, but looks like he's back on track, scoring his normal, normal points per game. Him and Cornell playing very well together. And, you know, a quick shout out, Kale Glover. Kale I believe Glover. he's a freshman. Yeah, hit the game winner against Canyon View, which is a pretty sweet accomplishment.
1: Yeah, pretty exciting. And according according to the post by Bucky Orton, Coach Bucky Orton, uh, he gave him the nickname nickname the Iceman. Man. So I don't know if that's an official term, the Ice Man, or if he just made the bucket
0: and so he called him the Ice Man. But I shout out to Coach Bucky Orton on that one. So Kanab, we have them with our fourth ranked team in our Power Five. They have a big weekend coming up next week. Uh, they, hope they host their uh, traditional Cowboy Classic tournament over the holidays on the 29th and 30th. Hosting, they will be hosting the North Severe Wolves, Richfield Wildcats, and the Paiute Thunderbirds. So I know Kanab is matched up with the North Severe Wolves uh, on Friday night, and they will play the winner of Richfield and Paiute. So they'll have two good matchups uh, next weekend over their Christmas break, which will take them into the region play.
1: Yeah, so it's always a good time to go down there. I know Gunnison's went down there many times. It's a good time to get out, uh, get a little bit warmer weather down there, and they always treat everybody good down there in the Cowboy
0: class. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great time to go down there. Great time. Good time. All right, let's go to number three. Number three. Uh, we're going to bump up the Roland Hall Winged Lions to our number three spot. Roland Hall sitting at a record of 8-2, and two. They've had some big, uh, some good wins recently. They just coming off, and un- unfortunately, they they did take a an L against a uh, a solid Summit Academy team, a 3A team, uh, 58-56 in overtime. They dropped that game to uh, Summit Academy. Nevertheless, they're sitting at eight and two. I mean, a solid record. A solid record going into the break.
1: Yeah, and the one thing about that uh, about. Roland Hall, too, as you look at their schedule down the road. Um, I don't want to say anybody has an easier schedule, but I think they have a pretty good path to stay uh, with a solid record, which is going to lend well going into the RPI.
0: Another thing, the the big three for Roland Hall continues to put up big numbers. Ozzie Smith, 17.4 per game. Kai Dowdell, 15 per game. And Sam Andrews is now up to 14.3 per games. And I think he's about averaging about twelve rebounds a game, also. Yeah. So three big legit players for the winged lions. Yeah. And before we started this, this is one of the teams we want to go and watch. We need to see him play. Yeah, I'd like to see him play live. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's go to number two. Number two, the Enterprise Wolves, sitting at seven and O right now. And oddly enough, I was traveling out in the basin last weekend. I just happened to be going out there. I'm dumb enough to go pick up some hay for my son-in-law out in the basin. And Enterprise happened to be on a, a, a Basin road trip. They played Union on Friday night, and they were going to play Duchesne on Saturday afternoon on their way back home. So uh, on Friday night, they play Union, 3A team. They waxed them 59-44. That's a beat down. And then traveling back on Saturday afternoon, it was a 2 o'clock tip. Uh, they played the uh, Duchesne Eagles. Duchesne sits at 2 and six. That game ended up 61-47, 14-point deficit, but that was a very closely contested game. All right, what did you see in that game? Did... Uh, I, I Mainly I was interested in what – I've just been interested in what Duchesne has to offer this year because I know they have some great personnel and they have some, some good scoring, some physicality, some size, and I thought they looked well when they played South Sevier out at the Sevier Valley Center earlier. And so I was curious as to why they're, they're scuffling, why, why they're sitting at 2-6. and six. Uh, where I thought they would probably be maybe six and two. Mm-hmm. So a uh, couple of takeaways from that game. Enterprise is bigger than I thought they were. I mean, Cooper Adams and Matt Ramos. And they also have two other players. Uh, one in particular, Austin Thomas. They have two other guys that they can rotate in with, with Cooper Adams and Matt Ramos to give them a rest, which they did consistently in this game against Duchesne. And they, they, they didn't lose anything. They didn't miss a beat. They lost a little size, maybe a little scoring firepower, but they still have the ability to post up, to defend, to rebound. And they were a handful for uh, Duchesne also. So you start looking at you know, five starters, you know, personnel for Enterprise, plus you can bring in some, some, some subs at the guard line and at your forward center position. Uh, man, Enterprise is tough. Enterprise is tough. Another takeaway, defensively, Enterprise is is, is very good defensively. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they can score, but defensively they're well put together and they and they end up for a Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock traveling back from Union, from Roosevelt, and knowing they have another eight hours to go home, it would have been an easy trap game to, to draw. Oh, yeah. I mean, easy trap game for them, uh, but they're steady, they're consistent. They just they just run their stuff and and got a 14 point win
1: yeah yeah they're, they're just they're just doing doing work so talk for a minute about they've
0: got a big game coming up tomorrow night uh, tomorrow night uh, they host Snow Canyon which is sitting at seven and0 uh, the number four ranked team in 4a that'll be a big test for the wolves big test yeah but I think they're excited I mean they're they put themselves in a position now where they've played uh, all preseason long haven't really been challenged, to be honest with you. They haven't faced a a 2A team or the teams they've played haven't really put up much. Uh, They haven't seen anyone really nearly their size, Mm -hmm. mainly. So it'll be interesting to see what they can do against Snow Canyon. Yeah, that'd be an exciting game for them. Absolutely, absolutely. and I I think Coach Randall is really going to love that test to see, hey, this is where we're at. This is what we've done thus far. Now we're going to bring a big boy team in. Let's see how we respond. Yeah,
1: yep. exciting for them. All right, moving on to our number one team for this week in Power Five.
0: Uh, number one team is going to stay the San Juan Broncos, They're standing at six and one. Now, like I said, they do have the one loss on their record, but like I've said before, anybody that plays Real Salt Lake will add a loss to their record yes. in two A. Just I, no I, doubt about
1: it. I I would agree with you. I had to have a little downtime last week and uh, watched some of their games. I watched that game specifically about Real Salt Lake, and as you, they, they're legit. I, I mean, there's, there is not a team in two-way who would play them any better than San
0: Juan. No, and, and the other thing, I was doing some research research on, on RSL as well. Now, I'm a frequent flyer on Twitter. I get lost in that black hole. But uh, one of their players, Draven Gibbs, just recently signed with Purdue. The Boilermakers. Now, that's big time. That's big. No, you've got to – I mean, you're signing at Purdue. That's big time. Now, with that being said, I don't know if this is accurate or true. Someone from San Juan or RSL, if you're listening, correct me if I'm wrong, but I look at the box score, and he did not play in that San Juan game, which would then add to your point of the Real Salt Lake team is an unbelievable high school team. Oh, yeah. If a, the Purdue commit isn't even playing in that game and they beat the Broncos going away 20-plus – that's a very very good team.
1: Yeah, no, very good. But and, with that
0: being said, I mean, with that being said, we'll get back to the Broncos because that's what we care about. I mean, RSL, that's it's great for what they're doing, but we're talking about the Broncos right now. Uh, so for the, for the most part, six and one. Uh, this past week, come off some big wins against Grand seventy eight forty seven and Bayfield, Colorado ninety four forty. Two and drubbings.
1: Yeah, they're they're. Just taking care of business. I, I watched the first half of the Bayfield game. Um, clearly, San Juan was the better team, uh, and I think those those guys are just getting themselves tuned up for what's what's coming up. I, I will I will give Coach Black his credit. He's challenged his guys. Now they've had some some weeks like this where they've they've had some lesser opponents, but they've they've got some challenges coming up here. Their holiday schedule: they play Canyon View, they play Hurricane, and then they play Grantsville.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, a low. Lo- Hurricane has got some very good wins on the year. I believe they just nipped Manti, mm-hmm. uh, so they they're a solid team. And Grantsville will give them everything they want too. So yeah, he's going to push their guys. And he did tell me that when I first talked to him uh, before the season, he said, "We know we have a target on our back, and we're we're we're, we're accepting that, and we're embracing that. Plus, we're going to challenge ourselves. Yeah. We're going to go out and play the bit, you know, get the best schedule we can, and and challenge our guys." Yeah. So yeah, they got a big week coming up next week uh that'll you know that'll tell us a lot about them we already know a lot about what they've got but they're gonna have some tough components and maybe they can knock, knock some of these teams off yeah
1: no they're exciting to watch I, I did again circling back i watched a couple of their games this last week lad ivins continues to impress me and i'll tell you why he impresses me is because you watch their games and you don't notice he's there and you look at the box score and he puts up 20 points yeah he's smooth He he just He's just there. He just does his job. He doesn't force. He doesn't pressure. He takes good shots. He makes good decisions. He just leads that team and just does what he needs to do just quietly.
0: Every once in a while, when you watch, you can see kids if they – I mean, a lot of kids, they're they're aware of where they're at Mm stat-wise, and you can see a lot of times they get this look in their eye or they get a little extra panic of, hey, I haven't shot. You know, we're, we're 10, 15 points in, and I've only got a couple shots up. You can see those kind of kids start to force. I haven't seen it happen from him. No, I, all the games hey, maybe I've it does. Maybe we just haven't seen it, but I just haven't seen him force. He, he's just no. a smooth, smooth player. Great, great teammate probably, in the fact that he probably shoots a very high percentage and he doesn't force things. Mm-hmm. Great player, great yeah. leader on the team.
1: I've I really enjoyed watching. him. I know the other one that you've talked to me a little bit about this season. You like to watch is Cooper Black. I think he's smooth.
0: Dude. I mean, we're not just saying that because that's the coach's kid. But he is smooth. Yeah, He's a smooth player. He's going to be a great mismatch. in, in two. I do believe that uh, being able to handle, being able to post, being able to, to shoot, extend outside, he's going, to, he's going to be a big mismatch. I love those kind of players that are multifaceted, that can play inside mm-hmm. and post up. That's a coach's dream to have a kid that can do multifaceted things. I think he's a great player. Yeah. And with that being said, I mean – and also, you got Jensen Grover putting it thirteen and a half per game. I like his game too. Yeah. I do. I like the way he plays. He's got a little edge. He's got a little edge to him. Yeah. I don't know him personally, obviously, but he's got he's got the edge to him. Mm-hmm. But you, you got to have those. Yeah, I think he carries that over from football. You
1: know, he's got a little bit of that. A little bit of that rumbl.er out there, you know, carries a little bit, like almost like he has a little chip on his shoulder Absolutely. out there, and that's that's okay. That's good. I, I like their personality. Yeah. I like the personality
0: of San Juan's team. I do. Yeah. So why don't you give us a quick recap of the Power Five for this week? Power Five, uh, number five, welcomed the Millard Eagles. I'm um, really am excited what Millard has to offer. I know they're excited about their basketball team, and I know their coach, Coach Rhodes. He's He's excited about these kids as they've developed over the years, and so hey, yeah, we'll give them some love in yep. the Power of Five, and absolutely, and uh, see what they can do. You know, uh, number four, the Canab Cowboys. We, we've we've been fans of Ken, yep. the Canab Cowboys and what they potentially have to offer. Been a little inconsistent thus far this year, but they found a way to still win games with the schedule they have. Uh, they'll have another big win. I, I would. Potentially think they'll have – well, they'll have North Severe for sure on Friday and potentially a matchup with Richfield on Saturday, which would be a good mm-hmm. barometer for them as well. So they're sitting at the fourth spot, the Canab Cowboys. Number three, Roland Hall-Winged Lions, the one team we haven't seen personally. And we've, we're, we're going to get out and see them. Yeah, we'll see them this We'll get, get a chance to see them. With their uh, power three, Ozzie Smith, Kai Dowdell, and Sam Andrews, uh, they continue to win games. Yeah. And as you mentioned, they're going to continue to win games with the schedule they have in the second half. Right. So we have them at three. Number two, the Enterprise, the Steady Wolves. Man, I, I like how they play. I do. I, I just, I love their consistency. I love they have no panic in them. Um, it's interesting when you contrast them, it's good to be a contrast in styles with, with them in San Juan, if it came down to that, with our number one and two. Enterprise has a system. The, their post game, they love to, you know, to play through their posts. Uh, that's where it, go, it goes through the post and the kickouts where they go score, they crash the glass. San Juan is a contrast to that. They're going to get up and down. They're going to chuck balls up. They're going to just just different styles, which right, is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun yeah. to see these two teams. Hopefully you get to see that matchup if that's what it yeah, comes out to be. be. It'll be a great, great matchup. Uh, so Enterprise sitting at two and – for all intents and purposes, enterprise enterprise could be a number one ranked team too. I mean, it's just the way it is. I mean, right. they're, they're a fantastic, well-built team with the pieces of bigs and guards. The way they play, I, I love enterprise. Yeah. I do. And our number one team, San Juan Broncos. Yeah, excellent,
1: excellent. All right, let's talk for a minute uh, briefly as. Uh, we come towards
0: the close of this, this podcast tonight. Let's talk a little bit about some leaders in two-way. Yeah, it would be fun to do a podcast on stats. I don't know if that would be boring or not, to do a full podcast on stats. It might be. Maybe we'll just put yeah. cities real quick. I don't know. Yeah, it might be fun. Everyone loves stats, but I don't know how much people want to listen to it because they can just look at it real quick. But we'll roll through stats real quick here. Um, our, our, our scoring leaders, uh, Trey Pace, uh, North Summit Braves, he's putting up he's the leader in scoring at 23.7 Hunter Rhodes, of the number 5 ranked Eagles 21.3 Brock Felder 19.5 for the uh, Parawan Rams and Ridge Tebbs 18.5 for the South Severe Rams.
1: It's, uh I just I just had this thought. You think about those top 5, you have quite the mix. You've got forwards, you got a couple guards, you got a, a big man in there. Yeah, that's true, yeah. You know, it, it sometimes in in two-way you, you end up with the the power guys kind of the shooting guards out there that like to to put up the shots but
0: there's there's a pretty good mix Good mix of style of it. Yeah. yeah there's no doubt those those four players right there it's good good a variety of of skill uh, not skill but of styles of play
1: yeah and and as we talked before the the podcast we're getting to the point where you know some of these teams have played eight nine games so you look at, look at Trey Pace, who's at 23.5 points a game after nine games. That's legit.
0: Oh, yeah, he's, he's uh... definitely a legit scorer, and he's yeah. gonna, it's going to continue. Obviously, it's going to continue. Uh, let's go to our three-point leaders. Who do you think the three-point leader is? Well, I'm... <laughs> it's got to be Jordan Cornell. Jordan Cornell, yes. 3.5 uh, average per game. Lad Ivans, 3.4 per game. Hunter Rhodes, 2.6 per game. So those guys are putting up some uh big time shots consistently they they've been the leaders consistently throughout the
1: year. Yeah, and if and if you haven't watched Jordan Cornell play, he has got a quick shot and some of the shots he puts up from the volleyball line and you say, "Holy cow, what's going on?" He he is good. Oh, he's a he's a weapon. He is he a he good is an
0: absolute weapon. So when you talk pregame for the Knapp Cowboys, I you better find out where you got to Cornell find out is. where Cornell is, and you, and you better have a guy that's, that's trailing that dude and got a hand in his face because he can flat chuck it. Yeah, very impressive. Uh, rebounds. We already mentioned this. Sam Andrews, solid thirteen point rebounds per that game. That is impressive, unbelievable. He's done that consistently, and that will continue to happen throughout yeah. the year. So he's averaging almost thirty. You know, he double double. That that's that's impressive. Very very impressive. Uh, and we bounce over real quick to uh, and last our, our 2A assist leaders. We have Logan Baldwin from APA, Draper at six assists per game, Briggs Ballard, Roland Hall-Wing Lions 5.5, Jordan Cornell from Canab 4.3 assists per game, and Hunter Rhodes, hear his name again, 3.8. He's doing a lot. He, he is doing a lot. If you, if you haven't watched Millard play, he
1: is, he is all over the court great player. He is a he is a good player.
0: player. Sorry to blitz through those stats real quick, but I mean it's fun just to get some names out there just to give some kids some love, but uh no we're excited about uh well, you know, the holidays. Give us the time to regroup a little bit and yeah. and uh, get some uh we have some projects coming down the line that we're going to talk about. Uh you got some you've been doing a lot of research on the RPI which will be yep. fun to talk about. That's coming out on the 23rd. Which is week. Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Yeah, uh, the the, first th- the official RPI will be released. Yeah, so that'd be cool. So anyway, Andy's been working on a project on the RPI that we'll have. A, he's got a, a written article, plus we'll do a podcast on that. Kind of the, uh, the pros and cons and all that kind of stuff about the RPI. We also have something coming up, which we've been putting a lot of work into. We haven't released it yet. But it's going to be our inaugural uh, Jackson Hill Memorial Player of the Year Award. So we're going to start listing some candidates that, that we think are going to be qualifying or are going to be uh, worthy of that award at the end of the season. That will be a podcast we'll, we'll drop hopefully soon. Yeah. So a lot of good things,
1: a lot of good things, not a good things to, to look forward to. So we appreciate you listening to us today. We appreciate you joining in. Everybody who's out there downloading the podcast, who's hitting up us up on Instagram, checking our website. We appreciate all of
0: our followers out there. Uh, spread the word. Also, if you are out there, you are at games, there's a lot of people on their phones recording stuff, just tag us in it. Yeah. At Fourth Row Media, tag us, and yeah, we'll get it up on our story. And it's just cool. It's cool to share. Everyone just get in to share, and it just feels like we can bring this 2A community together closer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So until next time, this is the Fourth Row Podcast.
0: Yeah, we're out. Thank you for spending your time with The Fourth Row. For more information, check out our website at FourthRowMedia.com. Or send us a message through any of our social media channels.